Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianmedia.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host. We are in the time of the new evangelization, and that is something that applies to the whole church, East and West. Certainly, it applies to the Eastern Catholic churches in the Western world. If we are honest about ourselves, and we must be, we are a time in which we are in need of a lot of renewal, a lot of re-energizing, a lot of restructuring, a lot of looking at ourselves and charting a vision, moving in some certain cases from just surviving and maintenance to vision and a sense of mission of truly being a dynamic church and how to arrive at that, being an Eastern church, in a Western world. The church is always in need of renewal. It always has to step back, look at itself. It's like our lives. Don't we always brush our teeth? Don't we always take a shower every day or often? <laughs> Don't we always clean our clothes? Don't we always buy a new car after so much time or a new computer? We're always renewing our lives in every aspect of our life. It's a natural course of things. Well, the church is no different. In fact, there's an urgency for the church to renew itself from time to time because the church is a living, living reality. It is the body of Christ. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit alive in the believers who must then go out and energize the world. And we can't do that. You can't give what you don't have. So from time to time, we have to step back and look deep inside to renew ourselves from the inside so as to renew ourselves on the outside as well. In other words, a comprehensive total, whole renewal of individual persons and of the church. In particular, the Eparchy of Parma, which is the Eparchy that I belong to, and again, Eparchy means diocese. That's how we refer to our diocese in the Eastern churches. Eparchies, which refer to basically large territories because we're spread out, kind of sparse in the Western world, and so we refer to our territories as Eparchies. In the Eparchy of Parma, which is centered in Cleveland, Ohio, in particular Parma, a suburb of Cleveland, Bishop John Kudrick has called our Eparchy to the beginning of a process of renewal, a very serious effort. And the way that he has done that is to begin with what we call a pre-assembly. We call it pre-assembly because it is in preparation for the assembly. Now, assembly means the gathering of the whole church, priests, the bishop, the people, in a period of discernment, to come to decisions and plans of action, strategy, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, to chart a renewed course for a church, 
for the present and for the future. And then what happens at these assemblies is that, is that what gets decided and discerned, what gets planned, you know, the strategy, the plan, the mission, the vision, becomes then codified. In other words, put into the laws or statutes of the eparchy so that there is follow-through and follow-up on the part of everyone. But it was decided that before we got into the ultimate assembly, that we would prepare for that, because we'd have a pre-assembly. And this took place recently in Parma at our cathedral center, gathered around our bishop. And it was a time basically of gathering in openness to the Holy Spirit. There were testimonies. There was much prayer. There were talks, presentations on different aspects of spirituality, of theology, of church, and especially of Eucharist. And all this is part of how our epic of Parma, one of the Eastern Catholic eparchies in North America, is embracing, seriously embracing the call to the new evangelization. This is always sometimes risky, sometimes frightful. You know, pending change is always a bit frightful, especially in the church. But we do so under the Holy Spirit. We do so with the virtues of fortitude, you know, of courage, of faith, piety, fear of the Lord, and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. As I mentioned, we began this very rather courageous process, a rather daring process, but a necessary one recently in the Eparchy of Parma with the pre-assembly 2013. As is often the case, whenever I attend different events such as this one, any other significant event, I always wish that you were there. And so what I try to do is to help you through this medium of radio to be there by bringing you some of the sounds, some of the sense through sound of what took place. It's one of those things where, like the old cliche, you had to have been there. But I try to bring the sense of it to you by means of this radio program. And so I recorded interviews, I recorded pieces of talks, candid comments throughout the weekend. And it is these things that I share with you in hopes that you will have a sense of the movement of the Spirit that is happening in at least one Eastern Catholic eparchy, happening in a major way in at least one Eastern Catholic eparchy in the United States of America, and that is the Eparchy of Parma. There were a wide range of speakers that were invited to present at this pre-assembly. Some of the speakers came from within our eparchy and some from without, such as Father Elias O'Brien. I'm kind of embarrassed offering these little pious talks, you know, when there are so many important things that we will be discussing them when we are preparing when these meetings to approach some important topics in our eparchy, in our parishes. These are why we have gathered here, but I won't apologize for taking a few moments before all of that to remember that even in formidable challenges and in grave hours, when we have to reach for bold initiatives and daring gestures, there's nothing as bold and as daring as uttering the words, I forgive you. I also asked some of the attendees for their reaction to this pre-assembly. Diane Tuchalski. Oh, to deepen my faith and to bring my children deeper into the church so it is a part of them. Carson Lawfer, and uh, I'm very happy to be a Byzantine Catholic uh, member today. However, for most of my adult life, I was a United Methodist pastor, and I was so for 27 years. We got to the point where we 
we wanted something further, went deeper into the life of holiness and could we could share with other people. And so we found Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois. And we've been very, very happy to be a member of the Byzantine Catholic Church. Our hope is that uh, we will grow. Uh, the problem is a lot of our churches are not growing and are not sharing the wonderful treasure that the Byzantine Catholic Church has. My prayer is that I'll be a part of helping the eparchy and the whole whole country uh, of churches grow and reach people with this wonderful message. This is Jack Fiegel. We're here in uh, Parma, Ohio with a uh, small collection of our various books and media from Eastern Christian Publications and Oriental Lumen Television. Uh, and we're also making recordings of the talks at this eparchial assembly uh, for the Eparchy of Parma. Uh, we have uh, books uh, by various uh, Byzantine Catholic authors that we've published over the years, as well as a collection of CDs and DVD recordings from uh, authors and theologians on a number of topics associated with the Eastern churches. As I said, we're also recording the talks that are being given here tonight, and they're going to be available, I understand, later this year on the Internet, or if you want them sooner, you can order a CD or DVD recording from uh, the OLTV website. That's OLTV.TV or books from ecpubs.com. Above all, this was a time for the Eparchy of Parma, the Church of Parma, to gather in prayer together. And in fact, we even had throughout the last several months a particular theme, a prayer that was the theme for this pre-assembly. It was a prayer that we say during the time of the exaltation of the cross. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. pre-assembly held by the Eparchy of Parma, a number of people were invited to give their faith testimonies. My family and I joined the Byzantine Church about eight or nine years ago, and one of the things that I find so beautiful about the... In your life, you have to have some kind of conversion. Um, I wasn't really new 
news talk stuff, and it was just everyone welcomed me in, everyone was so friendly, and I knew that right then that I love this church, and I want to keep going to the Byzantine Rite. But always, our home base that we always came back to was prayer. Because the assembly was the beginning of renewal on a partial level and an eparchial level, the sacrament of confession was made available to the participants, as well as socializing and just in general, a great spirit of fraternity. We're going to talk more about this beginning of renewal, beginnings of the new evangelization on the part of the eparchy of Parma when we return. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. You can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. The Tabor Life Institute, which is dedicated to the formation and education in the theology of the body. To find out more about the Tabor Life Institute, you can go to taborlife.org. That's taborlife.org. Especially if you're interested in conferences and retreats, in particular for youth, young adults, and also for those of you who speak Spanish. That's taborlife.org. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host. Happy that you are here with us. And I'm trying, hopefully successfully, in trying humbly but ardently to make one of these situations where it's you were there, as if you were there. And that there is the pre-assembly, the Eparchy of Parma, held recently in Parma, Ohio. As I mentioned, it was a gathering of the bishop with his priests and laity to open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit. And certainly, there was a very spirited element brought to this pre-assembly by the presentations of the very spirited, charismatic Deacon Michael Lee. There's nothing else you remember except the guy was really loud and ugly. When you walk out the door, this is what I want you to remember. I want you to take this home with you, please. I want you to think about this. I want you to pray about this. I want you to converse with your children and your family and your husband and, the, and your brother priests and deacons about this. The fact is, and Father David said this so nicely last night in his witness, that God created us for a union with him, for us to be one with him and communion with each other. Now, I want to say, you're going to find I'm going to use communion and union as equal terms of I'll use both of them for the same. I don't want to be confusing. The reason I use them separately here is to indicate that our union with God is fundamentally different than our union with somebody else, another human. It is interesting to note that at an assembly dedicated to the renewal of an Eastern Catholic eparchy, that the last speaker, Father John Petro, referenced the comments, the thoughts of Pope Francis. When was the last time we thought of a pope and used the word joy? 
as a predominant theme of his public speeches. We've heard the condemnation of abortion and homosexual issues and women clergymen, the whole list. I'm not advocating any of these topics, I'm simply saying what I want to stress is that Pope has taken a different approach. Rather than condemning the negative, he's chosen to accentuate the positive. I often use the example of producing sod. I don't know if you've ever worked with sod, they produce sod. To get rid of weeds, we often spend endless hours uprooting them. Well, the fathers, especially the Eastern fathers, have an image of sin when they talk about what do we do with it? Do we uproot it? And you know, those of you who are gardeners and lawn keepers, we uproot what happens. More of them come back. So what they talk about is feeding that sod, feeding it, fertilizing it, making it so rich, so strong, so nourished and wholesome that it chokes out any attempt of a weed to grow in there. I think that's the theory behind the approach of Pope Francis. So how does an Eastern Catholic Church enter into renewal? How does an Eastern Catholic eparchy embrace the new evangelization? There are several places that the Eastern churches must go, and one of those places is its meeting point, the meeting point of the whole church, its strength, its genius, and that is in its liturgy. We heard many talks during the pre-assembly that referred to liturgy in one way or another, some very specifically. Some talks were based upon the Eucharist, but in one way or another, implicitly or explicitly, the meeting point, the convergence point, the home base, the reservoir into which we dip for renewal is liturgy, especially in the Eastern churches, because we are basically a liturgical people. See, all of life is informed by liturgy, and liturgy informs life. Think of it as sort of the hub of the wheel. Everything moves in and out of liturgy, because what is at the focal point of liturgy? Eucharist. Eucharist is the source and summit of our existence. So liturgy becomes the reservoir that the Eastern churches in particular must dip into to renew themselves. We go to our liturgy to put on as though we were putting on glasses or a lens, a prism, the vision of liturgy. In other words, the way we see all things in light of heaven meeting earth, in light of the mystical, in light of the invisible God made visible through the physical, in light of our iconography, our theology, our chant, our gestures, our liturgical calendar, our customs, our praying, our fasting. All of that has to be renewed enlivened, and it has to become then the standard, the paradigm out of which we look at our whole church and every aspect of church. So basically, it is a renewal powered by the engine of liturgy. Also, as I mentioned, liturgy has as its center Eucharist. So we have to go to the Eucharist and ask ourselves, how do we really see the Eucharist? What does it really mean to us individually and as church? How do we have a Eucharistic approach to all matters of church? Remember, Eucharist means community. It means thanksgiving. Surely it is the body and blood of Christ, but it is body and blood of Christ in the way of also of gratitude, of thanksgiving, of offering, of custodial spirituality. In other words, stewardship, how to care for things, how to see the things of the earth, how to see all things in a Eucharistic sacramental view. 
through that prism, through that lens. So nothing is separated out. We don't say, well, here's the business of the church, here's the finances, and here's the prayer over here. Our finances, our parish structures, the things we'd like to do that are new, the things we'd like to do that are visionary, are animated by the vision, the spirituality of the Eucharist. It's a Eucharistic approach to church and therefore to all of life. Another place the Eastern churches have to go is to place that they have known very well and certainly know very well currently, and that is the place of martyrdom. Martyrdom has been the overarching theme of this preparation for our great assembly, which of course is the pre-assembly, and it will remain our overarching theme because the one thing we have to be reminded of, there is no resurrection, there is no renewal until there is also a stripping away, a dying on personal levels and also on the level of church. Every individual in the eparchy of Parma is going to be called to look at themselves and their church and be prepared to strip away, to die to whatever is not authentic to themselves personally as Byzantine Christians and also what is not authentic to their parish, to the church, the eparchy. Everything is going to go through a process of discernment, of scrutinizing, of strategizing, of stripping away, of renewing, so as to rise to our fullest and best self, individually, as parishes, as an eparchy, a monastery, a department of an eparchy, a ministry, whatever aspect of church and of the individual, all of it will have to go through a cleansing, a stripping away. It's going to mean dying to self. It'll mean dying to certain things, as Deacon Michael Lee pointed out in his talk, certain sort of practices or small-mindedness, little things that we associated with church or wish to cling to. But maybe God is asking us to let go of. Change is difficult. It's especially difficult for some reason when it comes to faith, religion, the church. But change is precisely what will be called to embrace. And when we say change, we actually mean not doing something that is outside or foreign to us. This is not modernizing, having the Byzantine church get up to date or get with it. Actually, change always means going back and seeing old things, but in new ways. Going back to home base, as I mentioned, going back to a renewed understanding of liturgy and of Eucharist and of learning to see everything consistent with that rather than compartmentalized and separate from that. Change means looking at old things, but in new ways. Things that have a perennial value. As the book of Ecclesiastes says, there is nothing new under the sun. And that is actually very true. It's just that things are presented or represented or seen or seen again, but in new ways. Ways that are relevant to the times, but fundamentally, they are not new. So change, renewal, is always about, in a sense, old things. It's about dusting off old things, but seeing them in a new and dynamic way and applying them to the current lived experience of our church. Much has changed in North America. I've seen a lot in my own lifetime. The demographics have changed. Our sense of church and how we have to minister in changing times, that has to change. And again, change means to renew it to look at its base, its foundation, its origin. Look at old things, but in new ways. There may have to be restructuring of parishes, maybe amalgamations, maybe the opening of new parishes and new areas or of missions, of new kinds of ministries. We already have a new 
women's monastery in our eparchy. Things like this. We have to look at our eparchy, look at our church, and ask ourselves, what will be fruitful and productive for the future? What will really, really be a witness of the mission of our church? Rediscovering the mission and having a vision for that and a plan to carry that out is the call among the people, clergy and laity alike, of the Eparchy of Parma. It is a call to be open to the Holy Spirit, but also a call to embrace the cross so as to rise, to resurrect, to renew church, strong and dynamic. Thank you for listening. Our Father Thomas Loya from Light of the East. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East 14610. Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610, Will Cook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K, Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. (laughs) 